Welcome to the Back Em Down Podcast. This is your host, Coach Johnson. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Game 4 of the NBA Finals between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Miami Heat. Let's start the show off by talking about the first half of Game 4 between the Lakers and the Heat. In the first quarter, I didn't really understand the Lakers staring down Dwight Howard in the post. When it seemed that you would want to get off to a really good start offensively and start the game with a lot of pace as Miami has slowed them down in the last two games. But this wasn't the case as they continued to try to get Dwight Howard going early in this game. But I didn't really understand why that was a priority for them. Just because Miami's going to take that any time down the floor when the ball is out of LeBron James' hands and it's out of Anthony Davis's hands, and you're having those other guys try to provide offense. Not that you don't need them to, but when you make them the vocal point of your offense, then teams are going to be satisfied with that. Catavius Caldwell-Pope was huge early in this game with his dribble penetration and his ability to make threes, which was opening things for the Lakers' offense. Miami wasn't being as disciplined with the help and the closeouts as they have been in the past two games. The threat of Duncan Robinson shooting was really opening things up for Miami and their offense. Bam Adebayo being cleared to play in this game started off aggressively on the offensive side of the floor, and that was huge for Miami. With his ability to score one-on-one, especially versus the Lakers' smaller lineups, it helps Miami sustain offense. The Lakers held a 27-22 lead after the first quarter despite committing seven turnovers to Miami's four. They made up for it at the three-point line, though, hitting four of five threes and on the glass with a 11-6 edge. Moving into the second quarter, Miami's defense at times looked like a coach's dream of the shell drill, and the Lakers had not figured out how to penetrate Miami's help defense. Since they've adjusted to selling out to protect the paint, the Lakers have been very perimeter-based, and this isn't their strong suit as LeBron and Anthony Davis do so well at finishing in the paint. It was just one of those halves where both teams probably felt okay with how they were playing. The Lakers hadn't played well, but they were still winning. Miami was not shooting well, from deep, but they had bothered Anthony Davis enough for him to not catch a rhythm and get going in this first half. One of the biggest things I noticed, especially in the second quarter from the Anthony Davis doubles, is that Miami was forcing him to his left or middle towards the help and turning him then. It really impacted the face-up game of Anthony Davis getting a double team but not opening everything up. Miami's defense, especially in fronting the post, really bothered the Lakers considerably towards several of their nine turnovers so far in this game. But the Heat have only converted those turnovers to six points so far, matching the Lakers' six points off of Miami's five turnovers. We saw the wall again from Miami versus LeBron in transition, just like they showed in the Milwaukee series versus Giannis. The biggest key for the Lakers is dribble penetration. 
especially with how Miami is defending. But they have to be patient and play with tempo and not be afraid to attack. The Lakers took a 49-47 lead into halftime despite not playing their best basketball. They only shot 45% from the field, only getting to the free throw line three times and turned it over nine times. They did hold Miami to 42% field goal shooting and 4-15 from the perimeter while hitting 7-16 of 16 of their own on the other end. I will be back shortly to wrap up the show after a quick word from our sponsor, Anchor. Now that I'm back from the break, let's talk about the second half. Let's start off in the third quarter as the Lakers went small to start the second half with Markeith Morris in for Dwight Howard. This is the lineup the Lakers used effectively against Houston in the second round. While the Lakers found themselves to be out of rhythm offensively, you have to hand it to them as they were not playing well, but they were staying in this game even if it was a little bit of a fight. LeBron got into attack mode against Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero in pick-and-roll action, and that continued to be a pressure point for the Miami's defense, releasing a lot of open opportunities for the Lakers' offense. The Lakers decided to switch their scheme a little bit by having Anthony Davis go under those screens with Jimmy Butler as the primary ball handler, and it proved to be a huge difference. The other thing is that they put LeBron on Bam Adebayo, which is allowing him to be a helper on the weak side and contest shots at the rim, but also get into passing lanes. But another thing that you can see happening from this switch, especially with LeBron, is that he can stay in a drop if Jimmy Butler is in pick and roll. It's been very interesting to see the impact Miami has had on the LeBron Anthony Davis pick and roll as they haven't allowed for the Lakers to get much out of it. Anthony Davis was doing a great job making his presence felt on Jimmy Butler at the rim in this third quarter, and he just wasn't able to do that much in Game 3 due to his foul trouble. But after the end of the third quarter, the Lakers were up 75-70 heading into the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, going under versus Jimmy Butler had paid off. And it just wasn't giving him any matchups. He wasn't able to mismatch Hunt. And it took away all the isolation possessions for Miami in this fourth quarter that they have relied on Jimmy Butler providing in this series so far. But this is where Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and the rest of the players were going to have to step up with the Lakers deciding to go under versus Jimmy Butler in pick-and-roll situations, they have to take advantage. The Lakers haven't had an answer for Jimmy Butler coming off the pick-and-roll on the side so far in this series, and they definitely weren't in this fourth quarter. But Miami hadn't found an answer for LeBron coming off pick-and-roll versus Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero. This is excellent work from both teams. And the biggest difference in this fourth quarter is that the Lakers starting to get their second chance opportunities. And maybe some of this also was on their defense as taking Jimmy Butler out of their offense made it to where Miami was running offense through Tyler Hero 
in the last four minutes of this fourth quarter, and that's just insane to me. But you have to give kudos to Frank Vogel and the Lakers. With everything they have and what they had working, they decided to put Rajon Rondo in pick and roll with Anthony Davis and got two key baskets late in this game out of it. This proved to be the end for the Miami Heat as the Lakers win game four, 102-96. to It was a heck of a game. You got to tip your caps to both teams. Miami just didn't have enough offense once the Lakers decided to go under versus Jimmy Butler. And the Lakers kept battling against a tough defense and found a way to win this game. And that wraps it up for this episode of the Back Em Down podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. If you want to become a monthly contributor to the show, please click the link at the bottom of the show notes. Until then, everyone enjoy these couple of days before we get to Game 5 on Friday as the Lakers look to finish this series and become NBA champions. They have decided to go with the Mamba jerseys as they are undefeated in those jerseys so far in the playoffs. But the Heat will be looking to extend the series another game, pushing it to Game 6. So it will be a very compelling matchup once again to see what adjustments will be made by both teams heading into this Game 5. But until then, everyone take care and I hope to have you back for the next episode of the Back'em Down Podcast.